talking avalanche hockey with the voice of the Avs, Connor McGahey, on the team. He's the voice of the Avalanche. Had the call last night. The Avalanche knocking off Vancouver at Ball Arena. Connor McGahey joins us. Good morning, Connor. How are you? Good, Jimmy. How are you? I'm doing well. So last night, we're thinking, okay, here we go again. They, they get the win against Arizona. Devon Taves gets a late goal. They give up a goal early on. And going, okay. They, this one, they start to look like they're building some momentum. Here it, here it starts again until the Avalanche went out and picked up a 3-1 victory last night. And Ryan Johansson, who said, yeah, I haven't really been doing anything different to, to try to get myself going. Well, he gets two goals last night, his first goal since December 29th. And uh, so for the Avalanche, uh, they're able to uh, to get Ryan Johansson going last night to get a 3-1 win against the top team in the West in Vancouver. Yeah, and uh, everybody ropes, everybody rides. And it took 27 seconds left in the third period for Nathan McKinnon to keep his streak alive, but um, for the most part, it was it was uh, it was everybody else on the uh, on the team, except for the fact that the first, seven of the first eight shots on goal were from the starters. So the party of five of Ranton and McKinnon, uh, Drew and Taves and McCarr. But um, it was good to see the puck go in for Ryan Johansson, and uh, I think he, he was. I don't want to say he was called out, but he was sort of asked by coach to. To improve his efforts a little bit, and that's exactly what he uh, he got, and, and he got rewarded for with two goals. Um, the first one, he's he's in the right place. He knows that that puck is going to come off the end wall from from Jack Johnson, and then the second one is is uh, what we teach kids all the time: just throw the puck on net, and good things happen. And it uh, and it sure did. So um, he's got 13 goals in the season with his new team, Colorado, and and he's helped contribute. So. Uh, and frankly, it was a night that, uh, that Colorado needed it last night. Habs Radio Voice Connor McGahey with us today on the Team Sports Network. I know uh, Ryan had also ta- talked about with the, the, the postseason fast approaching that it's got to get something going here because the Avalanche could use the, the scoring of a Ryan Johansson going forward. Um, I mean, not that this game solves all of his problems, but but hopefully, Connor, this is, this is the beginning of uh, maybe a, a good restart for Ryan Johansson moving forward. Yeah, and it's not just him. I mean, I think it's everybody. I think the team could frankly use that to to get to, to start to play the way that they want to uh, to win the division. Because if you don't win the division, you've got to play Winnipeg and Dallas back-to-back most likely, and nobody wants to do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it starts individually, and then it moves up uh, as a group. Uh, and so you need a guy like him um, to, to put the puck in the net. And... I've said this all along, I get a sneaky suspicion that guys like him and Zach Parise um, will have gigantic moments uh, when it comes to the postseason. And I'm, and uh, the practice for that starts right now as we sort of exit the dog days of the season. Last night, Alexander Georgiev made 24 saves last night uh, for Colorado and so for, for Georgia. Uh, a good effort last night, uh, and the Avs played well in front of him. Sammy Gerrard had a a moment that prevented a, a, a you know almost yep. a, a, a certain goal for Vancouver last night, to, and did a great job of getting the, the puck uh, out of harm's way last night. Avs played well in that end uh, of the ice last night. Yeah, and and Gerrard's been uh, spectacular for a myriad of reasons. Uh, but Georgiev had a couple of saves that probably could have counted as two or three. <laughs> 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 and, uh, um, but, you know, he, the first one goes in almost to carbon copy play of the chance that Nathan McKinnon had on the opposite end of the ice. 
uh, but JT Miller gets it to go. Uh, but that's the only one they let in. And we've been saying it for a while that, that the Avalanche need to start putting twos, ones, and zeros on their side of the board. And they did against one of the most potent offenses in the National Hockey League last night. And, and that says a lot about where they were going into that game. That says a lot about where uh, Georgiev was going into that game. So it was a, the performance that he needed to have and that he did have. The March 8th trade deadline continues to uh, to get a little bit closer for, for the Avalanche and the rest of the NHL. What's your sense right now about the direction of Chris McFarland, Joe Sackick, and what we might see the Avalanche do or maybe not do when uh, March I, 8th rolls around? I am Sergeant Schultz. I know nothing. You know nothing. <laughs> you been, have you been committed to to silence and secrecy on this, uh, on this topic? No, no, no. P- people think that I have this inside back <laughs> to things. I don't. I there, there are so many fans who find out news before I do. I, I learn from X just like everybody else. So yeah, I honestly don't know um, what will happen. I'm, you know, I'm as curious to to see what as what happens with everybody else. It's not necessarily my place to snoop around, so I don't. Right. So we'll just sit back and and react when the time is appropriate. What do you think might happen? Just in the Connor McGahee. <laughs> opinion mill well i mean you need you need forwards you do um you need uh, and here's the thing it's just the return of val is is everything and if he comes back that changes um how they uh how they will play i mean he's to me he's he's the important piece and you don't want to just hinge it on one player but um but you can with him and if you get your captain to return, that's an added bonus. And so at that point, I mean, those are two acquisitions um, that are 50 times better than anybody else that you can acquire, um, really, in the National Hockey League. So uh, basically, maybe it's uh, what you don't do. Um, so if, if those two are back into the lineup, then the team functions as it's designed on paper. And I think that... Is a very dangerous team. The only other question would be a backup goaltender. There was that news about Jake Allen and how there was, uh, you know, talks between Montreal and and Colorado, but no deal is close, and everyone wants Mark Andre Fleury. So we'll see. It's a very strange late trade deadline. I don't know why uh, it's so late this year, but uh, if if deals are made closer to the deadline, it doesn't give players a whole lot of time uh, with their new team to get going before uh, the postseason but yeah I would I would say it it depends on the status of, of those two and and uh, if they're good to go then maybe you don't do anything do you hear anything about Valari Nachushkin and I don't and, and yeah I, 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 I do not yeah I mean because no. we because obviously it's going to take a little bit of time for him to knock the rust off but certainly that's uh, that's that's going to be a, a far faster addition an impactful addition than, than Gabriel Landeskog because of, of how long Landy's been out and, and recovering from, from the knee surgery and, and dealing with that with his rehab. Nachushkin would be, a, a like you said, I, I agree, there's there's the potential for addition without subtraction for the Avalanche with, with the trade deadline. But the, the cases with Valari Nachushkin, it's not an injury. He's, he's dealing with personal issues in the player assistance program. You want him to get right first. We've talked about that. I mean, you want him mm-hmm. to be healthy and him to get right. 
before hockey even becomes a a, a discussion point. I think for Valari Nichushkin. Yeah, hundred percent, and um, and it's definitely the type of scenario where you want the human piece to be sorted first, and you want him to be set as a man, a husband, and a father, and then he could be a hockey player after that. Um, and, and like I said, I wish I had an update. I do not. Um, even coach didn't have much of one, and so it's the type of process that you just have to, and you want you want it to take the time that it needs. So um, with with that being said, um, I mean, you hope that he comes back. Selfishly, from a hockey fan perspective, you want him back in your lineup because you want your team to do well. But we have to check ourselves a lot to to just remind ourselves that look, this is this is a lot bigger than that. So let's let's get that sorted out first, and and wish him the very best. As radio voice Connor McGahey with us today on the Team Sports Network. A uh, little bit of the piece in the Post the other day about uh, the Avs defensive core, which has had some some rough stretches at times this season, uh, even with all the incredible talent, Kale McCarr and Sammy Gerrard and everybody. But uh, but lately they've uh, they've started to maybe come into their own a little bit, Connor, in terms of 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 guys kind of getting back on the right track, groups healthier, but also just playing better, and that's been part of the problem during stretches. That group just not playing as well as they're capable of. They've been doing that as of late. Yeah, without a doubt, and I think the perfect example. I mean, we talked about Sam Gerrard earlier. Uh, Bo Byram is another one that comes to mind. Um, you know, he he had. Three straight games, multi-point efforts, um, starting to play the the familiar brand that we knew uh, from him back in the 2022 Cup run. Um, it, Josh Manson uh, has been healthy, which has been good because he's a big physical body, but can also jumpstart and attack. Uh, Jack Johnson is steady as she goes. So for me, and especially when they're playing at least close to their best, they're they're the best decor in the National Hockey League, and uh, and they're a big reason and a big key to the Avalanche's success in the postseason. So, um, like I said, any issues that the team has, and especially the, the defensive core has, because if you think of Byram, Gerard, Taves, and McCarr, I mean that's that's as good as the top four deep pairing as you're going to get anywhere. And it's and look at the second unit power play; you got three three defensemen out there because they consider them uh, as skilled or more skilled than some of the forwards. Um, so it is an embarrassment of riches, and they can turn the switch on at any time, which is what makes the avalanche so lethal. Hey, Connor, always appreciate the time. Thank you so much, and uh, and uh, we always enjoy talking, the av- talking about the avalanche with you. Grab you again next week. Pleasure's mine.